Yo, what's up fam? I'm Tony, come quami gilly gilly and holy shit We have a sick show for you guys today We're gonna hook you up with some nasty picks first We got the Buccaneers at Shaitan You're gonna wanna take them, baby, baby Ryan Fitzpatrick sounds so cocaine Shit, that's all I gotta get better with my man famous James back in the building, fuck yeah Harvard all the way We love those Buccaneers out there in Boston Next, we gotta go to Los Angeles Angels show here Tony, oh, oh, where is it, where is it? He's slicing and dicing matters up with that Japanese leg kick Bullshit, they practice 15 hours a day in Japan, trust the work ethic and go with the Asians Anytime you can last, you're gonna wanna invest all the income you saved up for your college, kids, tuition And bet it all on Baker fucking Mayfield, he's electric, the Browns are back, the Raiders suck, stack that bread Tony, those are the worst picks I've ever heard I'm Captain Sea Dog, and if you're putting your well-earned green on a rookie quarterback this weekend Put it all on Josh motherfucking Allen this man has a fucking cannon, and he legitimately jumped over a grown man last week. I don't have any Bitcoin, but if I did, I'd bet every single one on the Buffalo Bills. Next, you're gonna wanna put every single dime you got on the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback I've ever seen, and it ain't even close. I don't care who they're playing. This is an easy pick, so make the smart move and bet big on Green Bay. Last, it's Ryder Cup time, baby. The best Europeans against the best Americanos. USLA, baby. This is an easy one. Tiger is back, but golf fucking sucks. Do yourself a favor, avoid all temptation, and avoid betting on any kind of golf. So you can focus all your capital on the Packers and Bills. Side, dudes. Episode 35 of the Ball of the Grand Asian Podcast, and Shub is dead. Yeah, uh, terrible news. Uh, probably the top headline of the day. Shub is dead. He, he was a great recurring guest. Um, Explain. You know, he gave a lot of great takes, uh, a lot of memorable ones, but, you know, unfortunately he's gone, so there's nothing we can do, you know? Yeah, he's a content machine. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, but yeah, he's just moved, he's moved on to better things for a couple weeks. Uh, so yeah. me and Ben, we're kind of grabbing us by the horns, gonna, Life gonna see on. how this goes. A little two man action here. Let's do it. I, I'm uh, excited for it. I know uh, Schubert might not want to hear that, but you know, it is what it is. You know, what are you gonna do? He's not gonna listen. Anyway. Yeah, so, probably not. <laughs> All right, let's, let's just get to it. Um, viewer discretion or listener discretion, I guess. I'm not being very smart. I'm so. I recently got my own apartment, but my brother's out of town for a bit. He's in New York, so I'm at his house dog sitting, and the dog is sitting right under the table where I'm recording. So, uh, awesome. probably not very smart. If she starts barking, just uh, we'll just run with it. I'll, I'll figure something out. But yeah, let's go. You gotta be able to play under pressure. Uh, yeah, definitely. They got, those, those college teams do that all the time. They'll they'll pump noise into the stadium during practice. Exactly, week, exactly. Uh, get you ready for the game. So it is a great week. So I mean, we gotta do what yeah, we gotta do. It, every week. Right. All right. Let's get to it. Uh, podcast stats. First of all, thank you for all the listens. This last episode wasn't like crazy good, but for the last week, we have over 200 listens combined, like all episodes. So it was really surprising to see that because the weeks prior. <laughs> The weeks prior, there was like barely any. So, thanks to all the listeners there. Just a couple nice. of shout outs in particular. Bethany, we had 52 listens from there. Um, Lancaster, South Carolina, Coach Calhoun, what's up? 37. Oh, what's up? What's up, bud? Uh, and then Monmouth, Coach Paterni, what's up? 35 listens. So, you know, we're getting listens from the old crew. I don't know what's going on. But okay, and maybe maybe that's a little subliminal messaging. Maybe they want on. Yeah, uh, we'll I guess. 
So we actually reached out to Coach Calhoun to try to get him on for yeah. this week. Yeah, shots, shots at Calhoun. Shout out. Um, but I got kind of a late response. I mean, I contacted him pretty late as well, but he'll be on next week probably. We're going to have a special episode for you guys. We'll just roll with it. Um, we want Calhoun on the episode. Plus, we might be doing a little Carver stories. So unfortunately, our good friend Rick Carver has um, moved on from Bethany as we announced last episode. And we're trying to get as many stories as possible to you know just remember him for, for all the great times so, yeah r.i.p in peace so uh yeah if you want to be on reach out to us we're trying to get as many guests as possible just you know quick story or two five minutes or whatever and you know it should be a fun episode for sure for sure i'm looking forward to it all right all right ben let's get into the, let's get into the news here oh, well, we got we got one more shout out japan two listens from japan oh. um I mean, I don't even know if I should Sorry, shout Japan. him out anymore because we're getting uh, Japan like almost every episode. So we're getting lessons from them. Yeah, all the time. The, the loyal listeners. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry that I forgot about them. <laughs> so, go ahead with your go ahead with your fact. All right, I got two fun facts. Uh, number one, they have the third longest life expectancy in the world. Uh, men live up to 81 oh, years on average. Uh, women, 88 years. Do you know who they're behind? Is it us? Uh, no, it's no, not. Too- Americans are four years behind. Yeah, too much fast food. You yeah, to see it. Yeah, we get too fast. Yeah. All right. Uh, number two, black cats are considered good luck in Japan. How did that? So where did the? Where's the discrepancy? Why we think they're bad? Uh, I, know, I, I wasn't able to get uh, Saber metrics on that fact. Your so. sources didn't tell you that? No, unfortunately not, dude. It's uh, hard to do fun facts for Japan now because we've done it so many times. <laughs> that I, the, the typical like website used for Japan fun facts, you know, there weren't that many left, unfortunately. Maybe we, maybe we take our um, fun facts international. We take them global. Yeah, or if you, if you're listening from Japan, just you know, hit us up with some fun facts oh, so yeah. we can honor Tell you and your families. About Japan. Let's do it. All right, let's get with headlines. Uh, Gil, you want to start first? Oh, this is a new segment. Uh, do you want to introduce it? You want me to do it? Oh. Uh, yeah, I, I got it. I got it. Uh, right, since you're making it. me go first, even though you're first on the... On I mean, the, I, I um, can do it. I was, I was um, just being nice. Nice guy. No, it's okay. Um, anyway, so one of the problems we came across in our new form, in our new Skype format was talking over each other. So we're going to try and, uh, each person's going to kind of lead the headlines, uh, with some color commentary from our co-hosts, uh, parentheses, uh, hosts. Uh, yes. When Chu comes back, no, no more reoccurring guests. Oh yeah, no reoccurring guests today. Yeah. So is he no longer reoccurring? Uh, I don't know. I, we'll have to. Well, that's we'll have to make a, but Yeah, so we're gonna take. I'm gonna take three this week. Ben's gonna take three. Um, so he's gonna have a little more comprehensive coverage, not as much talking over each other. Uh, we're trying it out. Not too much different, but a little bit different about mm-hmm. how we kind of run it. So we're gonna see if it goes well. I think it'll be better time-wise and also just topic-wise. We're going to get more in-depth in different topics instead of just bullshitting about, you know, a bunch of topics. Yeah, and maybe talking about some stuff that maybe we shouldn't be talking about. Maybe we don't know anything about it. There's still be some bullshit, don't worry. That's not okay. All right, good. Yeah, all right. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, hey, whoa. All right, so first one I got uh, out of your lovely list, Ben, I'm gonna, I took uh, Jimmy G. Taran as ACL. 
Uh, I was got a little soft spot for uh, G. I, uh, I was excited to see him kind of see if he could live up to all the hype. Um, it was fun to watch. It's like a little side story in the NFL. Um, so it's unfortunate that that is no longer. Um, he had been looking good, not too great. The 49ers were 1-2. and two. Uh, Well, they are 1-2 and two now. Uh, he was at 60% completion, 750 yar- 715 yards, 5 TDs, and 3 interceptions before he was hurt. Um, now they're looking at C.J. Beathard as uh, their backup. So um, the experts are basically saying they're fucked. Uh, I think that's the proper terminology. Yeah, definitely. Uh, ben, what are your thoughts on the on the 49er situation? All right, so I got a couple of takes. First of all, this is not good for the NFL, obviously. It's never good when a top quarterback goes out. But secondly, the 49ers are in a lot of primetime games this season. They have like five more. And mm-hmm. it's not great when you're on the national television scene and you don't have you know your top guys out there. And it's part of the reason yeah. why the NFL is doing this you know bullshit with the roughing the passer rule because they just mm-hmm. don't want quarterbacks to get injured as, that's mu- a, that, as much as it does that, suck. That could be a whole topic in itself. The, the quarterback exactly. rules. We'll probably get to that at some point as yeah. the season goes on. Definitely. definitely. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. If you the views are definitely going to take a hit, I'd say, especially with such a big name out. I mean, like I said, he was like a side story for me. I'm not even a 49ers fan, so yeah, for sure. I mean, imagine how many of me there are out there who I'm not even going to think about the 49ers unless I bet on them. There was uh, something pretty funny that came out of this story. So Jimmy G's old girlfriend. Um, oh, uh, I don't think they were ever dating. Took them on a date. Yeah, they, 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 apparently they weren't dating, but uh, you know, you never know. Allegedly. And uh, this girl put on her Instagram story, Karma. Oh. So, so, oh, I think I did hear about that. Yes, And yes. then didn't he say in an interview once that they were never dating to his, like, according, like, as far as he Yeah, knew. he was saying, like, this is news to me, quote, unquote. Uh, oh, yeah, oh so, so a little shots fired. That's, back a, that's a bad mom. move. I think uh, it's even better if you just say no than saying this is news to me. That's kind of a slap in the face, you know. Yeah, well, see, then, then I think that that was the reason for her karma comment there. I definitely, think that was a nice little, little clap back, as the kids are saying nowadays. Yeah, I mean, I respect it. It's kind of f***ed up to, you know, say that after a season-ending injury. But, I mean, bitches got to do what bitches do. <laughs> he'll be all right. Yeah, he'll be, he'll all, be right. all right. He's getting a decent amount of quiche on the side. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be fine. It is a little fucked up to say, but if, I mean, if she's right and they did date and he's just totally... Uh, Dogging her now. I mean, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All's fair in love and war, as they say. Yeah, I respect All right, the game. so moving on. My um, next one, I, I got the Rams uh, uh, moving up to 3-0. and Obviously, another good game last week. Um, my notes aren't so much on the game as much as they are, like, the team. These guys are just, I think it's safe to say, the best team in the NFL right now. Definitely. Uh, um, I mean, I think I said last week they're just kind of – you're reaping the benefits of like Goff's co- rookie contract. You're able to sign right, all right. these guys. Um, will it last? I don't know. But I mean, something I've heard thrown around. Something I was thinking about also is uh, it could potentially, potentially open up. And Ben, this is what I want to hear your thoughts on. Um, open up a new model uh, of kind of how a, a winning team would look. Um, so say, as they are now, they have a good rookie quarterback for cheap, can run the system. Right. You have McVay, who's you know, a quarterback, whisperer, football savant, you know, whatever you want to call him. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So the model being, you have all this money now, extra money to pay these guys right. because your quarterback is cheap. Right. So if you can, once golf's up for contract signing, instead of paying him all that money that he's going to want, you trade him or dish him off, mm-hmm. take a chance on young guys again, and keep all that extra money to keep the team around and just hope you can find a, a guy to just kind of hold it down, I guess. Nothing fantastic, but just get the job done. I mean, I really think it just depends on Goff and if he continues to develop the way he's been developing because he does look like a future star. I don't think that's a stretch at all. And, you know, if that's the way he continues to go, I think they really don't have a choice. But I, yeah. I hear what you're saying, and I think, you know, McVay is a big piece of the puzzle. Like, he's he is the guru. I think he's on his way to becoming the best coach in the league um, just because of his play calls, his memory. They're just like – crazy videos out there like they ask him about so, uh, plays in the past and he remembers all of them so i think he's just a football genius so he's probably the bigger piece of the puzzle so i mean i hear what you're saying if they can find a cheap quarterback that can run the system you yeah, know that might be the smart way to go for sure and then so finally um uh, notre dame versus stanford uh this one's a little more uh, a little personal shout out to good buddy jd uh got tickets to the game a couple months ago uh, asked us if you asked a group of us if we wanted to go. So huge game coming up. Uh, I'm pretty sure Notre Dame. I think it's a top ten matchup in South Bend. Uh, rivalry game for the uh, Fighting Irish there. Uh, but Stanford has been on a little bit of a run. With they won the last three games and seven out of the last nine. And they're coming off a huge comeback win uh, on the road against Oregon. So they're kind of they're on cloud nine right now. Uh, they didn't look great at first. Um, also, another shout out to my friend Gage. We were actually watching this game together, and uh, early, early on, just I watched like two plays that Oregon ran, and they just looked like light years, energy-wise, just tempo everything ahead of Stanford. I actually called game after only seeing two plays of <laughs> Oregon's offense, and I was right for a while until they they came back. So shout out Gage, he was right. Um, but Notre Dame brought in a new QB last week as well, who kind of, I mean, Wimbush wasn't doing terrible, but he wasn't doing too great. And Book, Ian Book, new guy, kind of went off 25 for 34, two touchdowns, 325 passing yards. And Notre Dame also has a call, uh, that was against Wake Forest last week, but they do have a quality win against Michigan right now. Um, so, yeah, you're really just looking at a huge night game matchup, top 10, right. uh, rivalry game national championship implications you know uh bryce love like i said he's looking heisman runner-up uh he hasn't been 100 percent healthy but uh i mean he's always a factor so it'll Definitely. be interesting to watch all right i got two things uh, for man. you oh yeah go ahead man i got two I'm things for you. you up nah, that's my bad that's my bad uh number one uh shout out slaughter big notre dame fan so we'll see how that yes. goes for him and number two bryce love you know shout out of course friend of the program and i'm sure yeah we're going to be talking about you a lot in college football's finest we are bringing it back so oh all right yeah that's all i had uh i'll give an update on uh that game but i'll probably put uh probably gonna put a lot of money down on their game allegedly of course i have to definitely all right ben let's hear what you got i'm excited to hear your stories all right let's go i got three big ones i mean i kind of feel bad because i took like three of the biggest ones so gil didn't have the crazy stories or whatever um so i do apologize sincerely uh i'll start because i'm working with the pga tour now humble brag of course um 
Tiger Woods, he's back. And uh, Tiger, Tiger, he is back. And it's crazy because I mean, so my position I haven't talked about too much, but it's my position is media logger. So basically, I'm going through a lot of footage and like organizing and labeling clips so that if you're an editor and you want a couple shots of Tiger, you can just you know search up the best shots of Tiger easily and you can find you know, dozens of clips and you'll be able to make a highlight reel or a documentary easily. But anyway, so I've been watching a lot of Tiger because it's just my job and I kind of saw this coming, not on record obviously, but... No, never. Never, but you saw the way that he was playing. He was just hitting the ball so well. He had his swagger back the last two majors. He's, you know, been way up there. So, I mean, you, you saw the swag was back. You know, he's walking the arena with the backwards hat. Um, he walked into this last round. He was wearing a tank top, like holding his red shirt like it was the trophy. So it was just electric. The whole thing was electric. Electric. That's the only note I have on that. <laughs> it was just good to watch. And now we got the Ryder Cup coming up. Um I don't know if you saw that video he put out. I don't know how even recent it is. I just saw it today. He put a, There's a video out now. Tiger put himself on his golf Mount Rushmore. He's back. He He's 100% back. back. He's got the swag back. And just the crowds, man. It was crazy. It was a crazy scene. You know, it kind of looked like, you know, way back in sports and baseball when teams won the pennant, you'd see crowds, like, rush the field. It was like yeah. that. With the crowds that were following him, I don't know how that was allowed, but it was it was nuts. It was a spectacle. It speaks to come how transcendent he is, too. Just how big he is for the game. I do have one note before uh, I move on to the next uh, topic. I mean, America loves a comeback, but I think it's kind of insane how much love he's getting. Um, I understand the sympathy behind it, like just everything he's gone through, but at the same time, you know, the opinion of Tiger Woods was not very good just a short while ago with you know the scandal, <laughs> um, the drug incident that everyone's forgotten just like a year ago. <laughs> I remember in the mug shots he looked terrible. He was hey, paying free hey, drugs. Hey, hey. <laughs> stop Tiger hate right now. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. Oh, that. oh, oh, oh well, then you're this better turn around real quick, buddy, because <laughs> it sounds like you're hating on Tiger. I'm not. I'm just saying that. I, I respect his game a lot because, you know, like I You're said... You're just I, finding everyone that he got arrested <laughs> recently. Yeah, I mean, it's... I mean, I still respect him a lot. Like like I said, I watch a lot of footage, so I've seen even, like, post-rounds, like, he's practicing his putting for, like, another three hours or whatever. Like, he's earned everything that he's gotten. So, I mean, I respect it, but at the same time, it's hard to believe that so many people, like, still love him. It's crazy. But anyways... Moving on. I'm sorry. That was not Tiger hate. I was just trying to keep it real for a bit. Yeah. Uh, keep it real. We, we, that's what we do here. We yeah, that's real. what we do. That's what we do. That's our motto. Yeah, it is now. All right. Baker Mayfield. It was electric. Uh, a couple of metrics for you. It was the highest viewed Thursday night game since 2015. Just the Browns energy, that stadium, their defense just seemed to all pick up after Baker entered the game. Cowboys who? Cowboys who? Calling it now. Calling my shot. America's team. Browns. Definitely. I mean, I, I, I'll admit, I'm a Steelers fan, and, you know, I was rooting for the Browns very much when he entered the game. And, I mean, just some notes. He has more arm strength than I thought. Like, he was zipping it in there. Oh, man. Like, he was whipping that thing. He was. And there was, like, three drops. Just uh, Two of them were just because they were zipped so hard that I think the receivers were a little surprised. It, it was just electric. It was 
Tiger-esque. It was electric. So many viewers Fun. watched the game because it was the highest Thursday night football game viewers-wise in a while. And you know if Tyrod Taylor was in there the whole game, it wouldn't have been close to that stuff. It's like everyone turned on the TV when Baker came in the game. Yes. News spread like wildfire. I feel bad. I'm a Tyrod guy, Tyrod fan. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's just Baker's just so – he did it, man. He, I mean, he stepped in right away. It was just – everybody was – everything was different. The whole team played different. The buzz was different. Right. I was excited. I was just – as soon as he came in. Right. And like I said, there were three drops, and he went 17 for 23. Just the accuracy cannot be understated. You know, that's such a key aspect of the game, and especially when you have that arm strength as well. I think he has a chance to be special. It'll be fun to watch. I, I hope that's how it ends up. Oh, and the color rush jerseys were uh, quite sweet as well. Not yeah, what a, what a great variation of brown that that was. <laughs> All right, moving on. Last thing I got is the Pittsburgh Steelers. We finally got a W. It was, it was very crucial because the Worst season... team in the league. Hot take. Ooh, worst team. Okay. Um, Hot take. I don't know how to move on from that. Only because I'm, I'm kind of betting on you guys for this game and I've lost. That's a smart bet. I mean, I understand why you bet. I mean, it was fist magic. He was red hot, but, you know, all good things must come to an end. I, I bet on the Steelers to win the first two weeks. Nothing happening. Go against them. Flip again. I'm done with them. The worst team in the league. <laughs> I think you're just going to have to avoid Pittsburgh the rest of your life. Yeah, can't can't put anything on them. And Big Ben's my fantasy quarterback. You never know what you're going to get with him. Five, tut- five tutties or five interceptions. <laughs> You do never know. But anyways, a couple notes for the game. This was just a ridiculous game. There are so many absurd moments. Uh, first, I'll start with Vance McDonald with the stiff arm just destroying the defender's career. He's now on the injury list for next week. So that was quite absurd. Um, another one, Big Ben, he had an overthrow in the end zone, which was like 20 yards too deep, and a defender actually ended up hitting his head on the wall, like behind the end zone. So that was, that was <laughs> absurd as well. I feel bad for the guy. I think he was fine. He ended up walking off the field, so I think he's okay. I, saw that I don't feel too bad. I saw that throw. You had to know that that was overthrown. Right, and he, he had no idea where he was because it was literally like 20 yards like <laughs> behind the end zone. Like you should have been able to see that easily. And then last thing was all the roughing the passer penalties. I think we're going to have to have a segment just to talk about this um, sometime next week or the week after. It's, it is getting crazy. I think the league is changing. Oh, well, and I've seen some good, like, takes on that. So it's the whole thing, the whole narrative around the league, not the whole narrative, the big narrative around the league has been making it safer. Right. And head injuries and stuff like that. And to pair with that, like you said, Ben, uh, about Jimmy G getting hurt, Mm -hmm. um, it hurts the whole league when a star goes down. Right. So the league, that's a, a complaint that has been had, so... My thing is the league finally makes rules to to address that, and people still aren't happy. So it's like a lose lose the way if you look at it like that. Yeah, you're you're never gonna please everyone. It's just a tough situation, um, especially with the CTE findings. So I mean, I think we're getting to a scary point where the rules are just gonna be so dramatic that we may come to a point where defenders aren't allowed to touch quarterbacks or something you know, ridiculous like that. Yeah, and that could change the whole game. Definitely. I mean, it's already hard enough to play defense as it is. It's even tougher now with the rules, and they could be, you know, even more dramatic in the future. 
All right, I think that's all we got for headlines. We do have some NFL picks. It's week four. Um, it should be an exciting week. Uh, do you want to start off? Yeah, we're good. I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick, too. All right, that's so I did the same as last week. I took a spread, a money line, and an over-under uh, of the uh, good old my bookie app. Ooh, okay. uh, yeah, what's up? Shout out, uh, friends of the program. Uh, um, so for the spread, uh, see, this bit me last week, but I'm going back to them. Uh, I'm taking the Pats, okay. uh, seven-point favorites versus the Dolphins. Okay. Uh, and for them to cover that. Um Money line, Lions versus Cowboys. Uh, I'm actually taking the Lions, uh, who are not favored in this game, so plus 115 for the Lions. And then the over-under, I'm taking Bears versus Buccaneers. Uh, two reasons. One, I've taken the Bears and every under so far, and they've hit. That right. means they're like nine for their last 11. And that defense is crazy. It's possibly Jameis Winston's first game back. Um, and if it is, I don't expect him to do anything crazy. And I think we kind of saw the end of Fitzmagic, um, and especially coming up against the Bears' defense, uh, I wouldn't see it progressing, especially if he couldn't do it against the Steelers' defense. Right, right. and they are pretty terrible. All right, uh, I'll give some picks. Uh, Over-under, I'm taking the Steelers under. The the line is at 50.5. The Steel Ravers... Sorry, my dog is barking. I don't even know what to do. Uh, I'll just keep going. Steelers yeah, Ravens, fifty point five. I'm going under. These games are always low scoring. Defense, even though the Steelers defense sucks, I still think the game's just gonna be low scoring. Joe Flacco's a bomb. Go with the under. Joe Flacco's a bomb. bomb. Lock of the week. I'm going Pats against Dolphins. Take the points for the Pats. They have to win this game. They're one and two. They just lost to a shitty Lions team. The Dolphins are three and zero. The confidence is high. This is a good game for them to just, you know, get surprised. It's the NFL. Anything can happen any weekend. It's the Patriots. I'm going Pats. Happy. All right. Next lock of the week, Saints-Giants. I'm taking the Saints. Saints are only favored by 3.5. It is in New York, but I'm going with my man, Coach Sleek. Uh, Drew Brees, you know, best quarterback I've ever seen ever, obviously. Eli Manning's a fucking bomb. Lock it in. Saints. He records every week. Most rushing yards is right around the corner. Yeah, definitely. All right, upset of the week. I'm going Broncos against the Chiefs. Now, this might sound stupid, but... It is is stupid. (laughs) It's the NFL, and it is in Denver. You know, it's the mile high. They have a good defense. Pat Mahomes is on fire. He looks like one of the best quarterbacks, like, of all time. It's just his rookie season, but I think it's a good test for him. He hasn't really faced, like, a crazy defense yet, and... You know, he still has to prove himself. It's only three games. You can't just anoint someone after uh, that few games. We've seen this all the time. Deshaun Watson. I mean, we see this all the time. Deshaun Watson last year going off. Jimmy G was 5-0 and in his five starts. Like, we love to overreact in the NFL. So, just make the man prove himself against a good defense for one game. Maybe. All right, and then my last pick, fuck that, Browns Raiders. You do not want to bet on this game. We have no idea what's going to happen. The Raiders need to win. Probably don't want to bet against the Browns. They just had their first win in, like, over 30 games, so just avoid this game. I mean, take the Browns, though. But, I mean, you kept going forever. I almost, I almost fell asleep. You had, like, a thousand picks. Oh, my picks. God. <laughs> if you timed that, I was no longer than, like, a minute, 30 seconds, guaranteed. Did, did you time it? I did not, but we can check the tape. Not, yeah, metrics. I have to. Definitely. 
All right, I think it's time for Josh Nero now. We have a good interview with him lined up, and then, as always, Fancy BS, so enjoy. And now it's time for our interview with Josh Lanero. Lanero, how are we doing, bud? What's up, fellas? Good to talk to you guys. Definitely one of the best recurring guests Dude. of all time. Maybe the replacement for Shub long-term. <laughs> wink, wink. Wow, that would be cool. That would be, that would be huge. Damn. Just drop the hammer, man. I mean, he's not going to listen to this anyways, <laughs> so, I mean, who really gives a Yeah, she was not going to listen. Yeah, definitely not. All right, so let's just More get... More importantly, though, what's up with you guys? Uh, a lot. I mean, adulting yeah, is could... pretty crazy. Yeah, doing adult things. Yeah, I mean, so I just started with PGA Tour, got a new apartment. It's just, everything's crazy. You know, responsibilities are real. Like, it's just all feels so real. It's, it's hard to explain. It sucks, kind of, um, but it's cool. You know, it's good having money. Got to get my own place soon. We'll get there. Definitely. Absolutely. Got to start somewhere. Is there? Just got a car. I mean, you seen that? Big time. Yeah, big time that, moves. That, that's huge. That's, that's a big move. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Lanero, let's just get to the interview. First of all, if you haven't heard, Josh Lanero, big time Steelers internship this summer. Just talk about that and, you know, how you got it hooked up. Yeah, so um, basically what happened was my dad has a friend from high school, and his brother is the event marketing manager for the Steelers. And uh, my dad reached out to him and basically said, you know, is there anything, anything available, any kind of internships uh, available for the summer? And he said, yeah, have him, have him send over a resume. So I emailed, uh, his name is Ron Simpson, I emailed him. And he really liked my resume, he said. Called me in for an interview, and, and uh, they, they liked the interview as well. And... What's up? The rest is history. Called you in for an interview, game over. Big time moves. Yeah, that, that's all she wrote. I, like the closing picture, you know, I, I just closed the door. Oh. Ooh. Allergy. Whoa. <laughs> Too easy. Yeah, so so that was that that was just like an experience in itself. Even just you know hearing that news um, was awesome because I knew it. You know, I, I I know I knew back then how much it was going to help me for the in, in the long run in the future. Right. But um, yeah, basically you know it's all, I, I did office work for most of the summer. That just consisted of just your regular day to day stuff, mailing, labeling, sorting some stuff out. You know, you got to start somewhere. Uh, right. Um, I did learn some things though, you know, got better with Excel, stuff like that. Oh, uh, and then, yeah, and then outside of that, we, uh, you know, the Steelers have lot, lots of events, like youth football camps, and they have, they have events for, you know, order, order males, uh, they have a women's training camp, they have a ladies night out. I worked all those, um, got to meet a lot of great people, got to interact with, you know, a lot of old Steelers, a lot of current Steelers. And then, obviously, you know, the best, the best part about it was going to training camp. That was just right. unbelievable. Um, I, I, I can't even put it into words, still. You know, just, just being there was, was awesome. But, you know, being able to accomplish things and, and, and learn things about what the, what the workforce is going to look like right. was pretty cool. So, so yeah, that, that's pretty much it in a nutshell, what I, what I did this summer. There was a lot to it. I got a lot of stories. You guys can ask me whatever. Yeah, definitely. Let's get to it. Uh, first, we do have a couple questions about the Steelers. I mean, you mentioned the internship, and that's awesome. But when can we get Le'Veon Bell on the podcast? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you know, I uh, I was wondering when we were going to get him a training camp, but that didn't happen. So I think a podcast is kind of 
it's, it's kind of in a reach right now, but we'll see. All right, we'll try to figure something out. We'll contact his agent. We heard he's a nice yeah, guy. Yeah, you don't have his number or anything? No, I, I don't, I don't. All right, all right. Well, here, let's get to someone who was at training camp. What is going on with Chris Boswell? I do not know. I mean, that's a lot of money, and he's clutch, and I... You know, I drafted him in two of the leagues. You know, I'm just, I'm a little disappointed in his performance, but, you know, a, a lot of things besides Boswell are going to change for the Steelers and even make the playoffs this year, so. Right. I mean, did he look good in training um, camp, though? Like, uh, <laughs> Yeah, honestly, honestly, there was a lot of people who looked good in training camp from a football standpoint. Um, Charles Edmonds looked real good, first round pick. Yeah, Boswell never showed, you know, never showed any sign. I didn't get to watch. You know, a majority of the practice, but I, you know, I was I was down there enough to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. You're taking a little. What's that day again? You were taking a little peek down there when you should have been working. It's all right. Oh, yeah, definitely. One you got of, to. What you I did in training camp was basically take fans down to the field level and uh, and you know take pictures of them on the field, get them down there, get their experience figured out and everything, and then I got to chill out for a little bit too. So that was cool. Nice. So, um, uh, you mentioned training camp. Did you have any like fun, cool, or any weird stories about any kind of player interactions that you had? Um. Yeah, I do. I had one. The <laughs> so the first day, the, the best the, the best part about it was eating with the players because you got to you got to you know you got to go right next to them and that was unreal. You know, you never see you see them on TV and then they look they look up as three D in person. So I was, I was sitting in the back of a Toro. Uh, it, it, it's like a golf cart with a with a little bed. So I had, I was sitting facing the opposite that we were driving. So we were stopped, and Antonio Brown, uh, he actually he actually doesn't live at training camp during that three weeks. He lives in the Trove, which is where training camp's at. But you know, he stays in the house, rents it out. Might have bought it. I have no, you know, I have no idea. Right. But regardless, he was uh, he was getting back to his car way of transportation from the field so he's passing me and there's a bunch of fans leaving and I'm with my boss and he tells me you know that like I, he says I got I gotta go get these fans away from him they're not supposed to bother him while he's with the stands and all his kids were with him in the golf cart and stuff so uh my boss shoot, like basically shoes all the fans away and you know Tony Brown shakes his hand and the, the driver of the golf cart was just going real slow past our golf cart. He was just staring at me. So I, you know, and I had thought about this for a while. What you know? What do you do when you see when you see it down your bra? Right. So he looked right at me. I did. I did the call God symbol to him, where he, uh, you know, throws this dude back like he's crawling into the sky. He did it right back to me, and he said booming, and it was wow. Wow. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. You know, those are those are like these two trademark things, and I was just like. Wow! But you just looked right at me and did that. <laughs> That's awesome. So, uh, I mean, yeah. I, another another cool thing to add to that in an experience is like talking with Kevin Colbert, the GM. You know, it, more more of a, I didn't talk too much about football, but just more of like a you know, man to man talk. It was he's just a really cool guy, laid back guy. That's cool. Top job on his end. Yeah. Uh, he, needs to find, he needs to find a defense. Uh, no, but that's yeah. cool. Especially, I mean, you don't end up in one of those. You don't end up as the GM for an NFL team for no reason. So Definitely. it's probably good to uh, just uh, pick that dude's brain a little bit. So that's cool, man. That's, yeah. that's awesome experience. Yeah, 
Fun fact, he actually did not play football in college. He played baseball at Robert Morris University in Pittsburgh. Oh, wow. So, you know, I play, I play baseball. Nothing to do with football. And, I, you know, the hope, my hope's still there to be a GM one day. Maybe a little peek into the uh, future for the old uh, Josh Lamero. Yeah. Got to play some more Madden and get some more training. Yeah, that's where yeah, it starts. Yeah, don't forget about us. Please don't. <laughs> yeah. I just, gotta, I just gotta keep checking Madden. Definitely. Next question, what are you doing for the Steelers now, and do you have, like, do you have any idea what your future looks like with them? Yeah, yeah so right now, um, obviously it's football season, and they have, you know, about an hour with no traffic from Pittsburgh. And they gave me the opportunity to come back and, you know, work, work for, uh, you know, the game days and, and do this pretty much the same thing I did at training camp. Uh, it's basically what I do is I, I troubleshoot problems and I and I, I I talk to fans and then I help them out. I walk them down to the field. Uh, I'm on the field for the introductions. You know, when they announce the whole offense or defense, whatever they're doing that day. Um, so yeah, that's what I'm doing now. I just, a lot of what I do at training camp and game days is, is work for the fan loyalty program of the Steelers, which is Steelers Nation Unite. And um, that's just a way, you know, for fans to get money off clothing and in the pro shop and, you know, on, you know, field, field packs and stuff like that. So I do a, a little bit of everything. And I think, honestly, Bethany's prepared this back. And then, you know, you're, you're a call major, too. I, you, get, you get a little bit of everything. So. Definitely, definitely. Shout yeah, out. Man. Tom it's been department. crazy, and uh, as far as the future goes, you know, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna apply myself to any jobs that would happen to open up there because I'd love to stay close to home. Uh, yeah, there's no saying that I'm not gonna go apply to every you know sports franchise in America and try to try to get in there. Okay, let's just get to our rapid fire questions. Larry, are you ready? We're just gonna ask a bunch of questions real quick. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right. When you quick answers, don't think about them. Just go. Yeah. This okay, be... I'll do my. I'll do my best. All right, let's go. Family, it's like Family Feud. Definitely. All right. Funniest player. Funniest player. Uh, I would have to say Justin Everly, freshman year. You guys sophomore year. Ooh, current, <laughs> current player, current funniest player. Oh. Ah. Uh, Neil Wood is hilarious. Yeah, he's, he's the joke. Man. He is the man. Right. Actually. For <laughs> Right. Yeah, Funny. he was the guy. Uh, he reblog, reblogs post second. I, I love reading. Funny yeah. guy. That's like a one A one B kind of thing there. Definitely funniest Steelers player. Funniest Steelers player. Uh, by far, he just you, you, you see him up and close, and, and he, he's just he's just like me. You know, I'm just, we're both twenty one. We're just we're just trying to have some fun. Yeah, he's just like you. He's just like you in the NFL. Um, coolest, yeah. thing you got for, coolest thing you got for free from the Steelers. Coolest thing I got what? For free from the Steelers. Oh, um, do you know the draft they had? It's, it, every team was like, you know, had something specialized towards their team. And the Pittsburgh one said Steel City on it, and um, it's pretty sweet. So that I'd probably, I'd probably say that. You got one I did get a lot of nice polos for training camp, Ooh. and that was awesome. That's cool. Big you got to sharp. Most awkward player on the Steelers. Most awkward player. Um, Jesse James. Jesse James didn't look like he wanted to talk to anyone. <laughs> he doesn't look like he wants to play football. So that is his problem. Yeah. True. 
big, it, you know, his touchdown celebrations are pretty, pretty modest. Uh, that's kind of what I got from his personality as well. Who's big, the coolest coach? Coolest coach. Um, I haven't, I didn't interact with the coaches as much. Um, but I'll give you my, the front office guy, uh, the director of marketing for the Steelers is awesome. He, he was just a, an awesome guy. Um, yeah, you hear that? Yeah. You hear, I, 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 I him. you hear that, director of marketing? He thinks you're a cool guy. Hire this man full time. <laughs> Pencil it in. It's real interesting. Biggest guy on the Steelers. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> I mean, let it go bell, I guess. <laughs> oh, there's no way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely say him. Who eats? I, I don't know. There was some rookie that would held the door open for it. He didn't say thank you, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, really? There might be on. I'd say him, whoever that is. Right. Who eats the most at lunch? <laughs> um, definitely David Catastro. He was like, <laughs> he's probably four plates deep by the time I was finished with my first plate, and we got our food at the same time. So. <laughs> He he's uh yeah he's a he's a big guy. I'd say any of the offensive linemen, but I remember seeing him eat, eat a lot. All right, we got two more questions for you, buddy. Um, second to last, best fashion sense. Uh, um, Antonio Brown by far. Um, mm. On the field, for sure, he has the best gear. Nike definitely hooks him up. And then off the field, he just he, he spends money the right way. I guess puts some nice clothes. Last question: Who did you get along with the most? Um, there was a time where I interacted with Vince Williams for a little bit. Uh, he's a lot. He's inside linebacker. I was all sweaty. I just started on playing soccer, and he was like, he was asking me why I was so sweaty and if I could get it, if he could get my workout. And I, and I told him we were playing soccer, and he said, "Oh, I'm going to join you next time." And then Joey Porter, who's linebacker, came in and said, "No, you're not." <laughs> All right, before we get to Fantasy BBS, Lanero, we do need a little quick update on Bethany Baseball and how everything's going. Yeah, give us an update on what's going on since Clark left. We'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I don't know what what you or the what you guys or the listeners know about the story, but uh, basically what happened is he applied, applied to the Franciscan job because they're opening up their baseball program. And, you know, I... My personal opinion, you know, it, it works out for him because he's closer to home. It only makes sense for his family and everything. Um, but anyway, yeah, he basically had a week or so to decide whether or not he wanted to stay at Bethany or go to Franciscan. Um, he waited until after the WJ game, or scrimmage, to announce that he was leaving. Uh, he did, I guess, the, no, it, was, it wasn't his past Monday. It was the Monday before. Uh, so, yeah, we're going on week two without a coach. It's been pretty crazy. Um, the seniors and you know, and pretty much everyone has come together, and you know, we're we're, we're still practicing the stuff. The AD and the GA met with us. Uh, the new GA and Stanley, of course, met with us and basically said, "Why don't you guys take two weeks off?" And we were like, "No, we're gonna we're gonna go down to practice ourselves." So we went down to Fall Walmart series this week. Uh, we drafted teams and everything, and the rain just kind of kicked us off. Because <laughs> you guys know how our field is right now. So. Right. Yeah, so it's been it's been pretty crazy. Basically, the AD said uh, he's looking to hire a new coach by Thanksgiving, so that we can go into Christmas break, you know, knowing him and knowing what to expect when we get back. Uh, he's asked the seniors for you know 
for our input and and we, you know we just want something different. We think Beth, you know Bethany's changing and and you know Barb Barb's gone now and it's it's somebody else's you know duty. So we basically just said we wanted somebody younger and energetic, somebody that's gonna relate to us a little more. And uh, I think it's gonna be good for this year and and, and years to come too. So I think it's I think it's a good change. I agree. Might have to throw my name in the hat. Yeah, Ben, Ben Gavlik coaching Bethany Bison. Yeah, from what I understand, Caleb Thorne has applied. Kellen uh, Welch is, is, is a rise as a candidate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get hey, Jacob Schumann in there. We got to get Schumann there. Yeah, uh, yeah. We, uh, well, we really want to come in, but I think he's pretty, pretty shut down in South Carolina. Yeah, definitely. Shout out. Uh, Coach Calhoun, one of the best recurring guests in the Shout game. out Coach Calhoun, he's the man. You, you, he's the guy we would want. Uh, and sleeps over at Teal now, too. I'm sure you, I, I didn't get a chance to listen to that episode, but I'm sure you guys talked to him about that. Yeah, just real quick. He didn't really get into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, he missed that. We don't we talk about Oh, you know, we, don't, we don't like to do that. Yeah, never. Yeah, but matches. oh, another another side note. Um, we're gonna get some new uniforms too. New uniforms. Ooh, that's I'll, big time. I'll believe that when I see it. <laughs> oh well, what the, what the, the, the catch is that we have to buy them, but we're we already came up with a way to fundraise and stuff. So we're we're on our way to you know getting some nice jerseys. Yeah, just, the market, too, make like, sure they have real buttons. That fake button shit was yeah. bullshit. Yeah, not and a big, plus big is, uh, designing our hats this year as well. Ooh, oh, for real? big time. Move it up in the world. Yeah, so we're trying, we're trying to bring some swag to the field. I, you know, Ben, I don't know how far you are in Florida. And well, I don't even know if we're going to Florida, but you know, hopefully you guys can catch a game, maybe. Yeah, I will be in Florida. So I mean, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. You never know. I do have a car now. I do have the yeah. license. Uh, I'm on the road. Big time. All right. Uh, let's get to what the listeners are all waiting for. Fantasy yeah. Buzz. The topic this week is sporting event foods. Um, so the way we've been doing it is because, you know, we can't do it the way we're doing it before where we pick right before the draft. So the guests will go first and uh, Gil went second last week. So we're rotating. I'm going second. Gil's got back to back in a snake draft. All right, cool. We we get three picks, correct? Right. Well, snake draft. Snake draft, yeah. yeah. So you'll go first, and then you got back to back when it's next back to you. All right, awesome. Gotcha. All right, so you got the first pick, bud. So um, this is uh this is actually a tough thing at CBS because there's a different variety of food, that different sports, obviously. Um, but something that I always look for is a bucket of wings. So I'm gonna go with specifically quick steak wings. Oh, okay. okay. All right. Uh, at an old Steelers game, I see you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's nice. All right. Um, Wings is definitely a good pick, but I'm going to go with hot dog. It's, you know, it's the classic baseball. You know, you just mm-hmm. got to do it. Have to. Um, Have to. All right. Uh, my first one, then, is going to be uh, Dippin' Dots. Ooh. Uh, Dice Dice future. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, big pick for me there in the uh, baseball games, especially. Yeah, save metrics. Uh, I have to get them. All right, you got oh, back to that, man. Right, yes. Yeah. Right, sorry, sorry. Oh, uh, 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 shit. All right, not, so is it, is it, uh, okay. Um, 
The second one I'm going to do is uh, like seasoned fries. I don't know how popular they are. I know I've had some in Pittsburgh. They got like Old Bay seasoning. Okay. But I know a lot of stadiums have like different like seasoned fries. That's always a good one for right. me. I respect it. Um, okay, I got you. I got a little knock of cheese too, maybe. I'm going to go with funnel cake. Oh, that's a good okay. one. Okay. Yeah, yeah you found a funnel cake at a, at a sporting event? Yeah. Okay. Alright. I don't know yeah. if I've ever seen Final Cake on a sporting event. Have you not? Uh, the, the past sporting game by, or sporting event I went to was a minor league game and they did have Final, final Cake. I can, uh, no, anything. I can provide is... a photographical uh, proof. Photograph. Photograph. Alright, go ahead, Lanero. They, they, they probably have a PGA, a PGA event too. Yeah, yeah. Big time. PGA. Tiger's back, baby. <laughs> we are back. Hell yeah. All right, Lanier, uh, okay, so here. second pick. Um, I don't know. I think both you guys have been to Pizza Park. I don't know if you have. I think that yeah, I just too. Uh, I just picked those old bay fries from there. Oh, okay. Oh, are you talking about the crab fries? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, those are so good. They're on the room. So good. Yeah, th- those are good. I, those are. They, I, I, it's some kind of butter dip with it too. Yeah. Uh, anyway. In center field, they sell pulled pork pierogi sandwiches, and they are to die for. They're so good. Wow. Um, if you guys, if you guys are a fan of both of those, the combination is unreal. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't sound terrible. It's two good things there. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds pretty good. All right, and then uh, my third really pick, I'm, my final pick, I'm going to go with the classic nachos. Um, you know, with the addition of whatever you like on it. No, no, you can't do that. You said classic nachos. What? That's lame. No, you said classic nachos. You specified in the beginning. If you want a specific kind of nacho, you got to pick it. All right. Yeah, classic nachos, and that means nachos. Yeah. All right. Coming at you eat here. Uh, I got the last pick here. I'm going to go with the chicken tender and fries combo. Nice. Is that two foods? I mean, they, they like come together, you know. They're they're on on the menu. They have them together, so it's yeah, it's yeah, one that's item. Fair, fair, fair. We're not here to debate. I was just asking. It's not a debate show. Um. All right. Now I'm set with me, Monero. This is why I had to fight you on that. Um. So, the first time I ever had these was in Omaha, Nebraska, for the College World Series. Um. And I've only seen them like a couple other places since, but they've never been the same. But uh, it's pulled pork nachos. Ooh. So it's just oh wow, big thing of nachos and cheese, and then just the ones in Omaha was like it was a local barbecue place that had a stand in the in the arena in the stadium. So uh, that was the best one I've ever had. The ones I've had since then, not as great, but still fire. Big time. That is huge. That is huge. I, I had to fight you. That was smart. That was a calculated risk. It paid off. Yeah, you got, stand, you got to stand up for your picks every now and then. I can't get bullied out of my... I respect <laughs> the experience. 35 episodes in, you know how to play the game. I'm defending my belt. Right, right. Shout out, Gil, Fancy DSW. Hey, yeah, Lanero, who'd you I go noticed, for? I noticed that you forgot to mention that in the intro. No, I did, bro. Uh, we'll, we'll check the tape. We'll check the tape. Well, we can do that. All right, man. Lanero, you got anything else? 
No, I'm just uh, excited for this homecoming weekend. Um, I'm actually on the reason I was going to Pittsburgh is I'm coming home to get a suit for uh, for homecoming court and a haircut as well. Mm, oh, congrats! Yeah, everyone show the yeah, support. Man. Give them the love. Not to brag, not to brag, but uh, our reoccurring guest is uh, on homecoming court. So yeah, <laughs> it's too easy. It's only <laughs> good way for our listeners to vote. I would appreciate your vote. That's right. That's is, right. It too, is it too late or? They still got till Friday. Today, I don't uh, think they deactivated my Bethany email yet. They have not either. <laughs> me too. Well, there, there's a there's a link or there's a little thing in the in the email that sends this link special to this Bethany student or something. Uh, I'll try. Uh, I'll try I'll, to sneak I'll a pick in. I'll email. See if I can get in there for you. I know for a fact I was able to a couple days ago. So we'll see if I can pull something off. All right, man. It's yeah, been fun. it's gonna be a good weekend. There's a lot of fun night from Max. Shout out Becker. Shout out Slaughter. Uh, yeah, Ben, I know the floor was like, Gil, you're just over in Columbus. I mean, no, I'm not going to Well, I'm it. actually going to be, I'm actually going to be in South Bend at the Notre Dame game, like I told you. So you can stop being yeah. a, stop being an asshole on my show, please. <laughs> it's cool. We'll see you uh, at Christmas time, maybe. I invite you on my show, and this is how you act. Ben invited me. Yeah, it was my idea, though. Wow, man, I take offense to that. I thought you would have thought of me, like, Wow. All right, well, it was both of our ideas. It was, it was a team effort. All right, man. I like it. <laughs> All right, I, man. Good I, luck I, with the... I appreciate it. There's always hospitality with you guys. I appreciate yeah, I that. Yeah, I know you're kind of a dickhead, but thanks for coming on. Uh, it's good to have you. Uh, I think if you listen, you're my favorite roommate from last year right now. I didn't hear what you said, but I heard favorite roommate from last year, so thank you. Yeah, it's Kate Weezy when you're back. But yeah, thanks for coming on, bud. Uh, we'll talk to you soon, probably. Go vote on our Fancy BS on Twitter. Um, ben might get some, some sound bites up. Friend, I don't know. I'm not putting that on him. Just he might. Uh, oh, tell yeah. your friends. Yeah, and tell your moms. We love moms. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Peace. Peace. I got so much money, it's like I own a money tree. All these people phonies just want to be like me. Your baddest girl be all on my D. The stuff you pay for for me, it's free. Because I got Ben Franklin's, I got Ben Franklin's. No need for hating, I'm not a doctor, I ain't got patience. All I got is papers and a lot of haters. Shout out to my home dog, they all got.